You're listening to Clifford Kelly on Straight Truth Radio, the podcast. Grace and peace be unto you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. This is the Straight Truth Radio Podcast, the place where the lip of truth endures forever. I'm your host, Cliff Kelly. Thank you for tuning in today here where we're just trying to bring understanding to end time events. Just before we get started with this episode that I'm very excited about, just before we get started, just wanted to share with you a few ways you can contact us. Um send your uh, uh, emails to straight truth radio at yahoo.com that's straight truth radio at yahoo.com straight truth radio at yahoo.com those of you who are watching via our uh, live platforms Facebook Twitter um, and uh, YouTube you want to thank you so much for your viewership on Facebook you're watching either Cliff Kelly on the page of Clifford Kelly or on the Straight Truth Radio page on Twitter at Straight Truth Radio or at Straight Truth R1 at Straight Truth R1 on YouTube Straight Truth Radio Podcast at Straight Truth Radio Podcast on YouTube and for Periscope for the time we have left we know that they are um, changing their formatting a little bit uh, down the line Straight Truth Radio on Periscope. Straight Truth Radio on Periscope. However, on Twitter, um, again, it's uh, at Straight Truth R and the, and the number one, at Straight Truth R1. Those of you who listen to the audio format, we're on Anchor, Apple, Breaker, Google, Overcast, Podbean, SoundCloud, and Spotify. That's Straight Truth Radio Podcast. So, we are excited, excited about this episode here. Um, we're calling this episode Righteous Living in Unrighteous Times. Righteous Living in Unrighteous Times. Um, you know that um, on this platform, we've talked about the Lord is soon to come. And we talked about what are the signs of his coming and the end of the age. And when we talk about the end of the age, we're talking about the end of man, not the end of the world, but the end of man, man's government. And uh, uh, and now the 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 establishing of God's kingdom, his government, the millennial reign, we will soon um, be witnessing that. And just what I believe is in in a, a short time. Uh, in our generation, uh, we will be dealing with that in the weeks ahead. But I want to introduce right now um, this man of God who we love and uh, respect and cherish as a voice in this time, uh, Dr. Jerome A. Jones. And again, um, on this subject matter, we're talking about righteous living and unrighteous times. And so we want to bring Dr. Jones. How are you, sir? I am victorious, uh, Elder Kelly, and thankful and grateful for being on your platform tonight, and uh, grateful 
uh, and thankful for the work that you're doing and for the impact that you're making uh, in Christian, uh, not just uh, via the platforms of social media, but uh, your life uh, in a nutshell is a life to be patterned after and a life of integrity, life of authenticity. Uh, so I'm grateful to be a part of your life and uh, to call you friend. Thank you. Thank you. You, you're very gracious, sir. <laughs> and so, um, as we get into this conversation again, and I, and I, I promised that I would just kind of basically, um, introduce the subject matter and then just turn you loose. Um, I was thinking about, um, I was thinking about some of the things that have been happening in, 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 or, you know, you, you hear the talk, the talk about, scandal over here scandal over there um uh ministries um kind of you know flirting you know um 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 and 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 being tattered over here and there and everything and it 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 causes people to look at um what is the point of um the church or even following what you say um holiness is if what I'm looking at doesn't reflect holiness. So I was kind of grieved by that. And, um, you know, cause I've had the conversation with you about it as I was kind of just sitting, just sitting back and just thinking about this, uh, the, the state of the church and, uh, 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 a lot of matters. Then I remember hearing your voice. I heard your voice and, um, what I heard you say, and it was on a, uh, uh, something we did a while back, but I heard your voice. And then as I prayed, I said, I knew that I had to come get you to speak to us about this subject matter because the subject was already there. And so um, it's, it's going to end up being a series because there's other people who I wanted to bring in on this conversation, but I knew I wanted you to kick it off as we begin to uh, talk about this subject matter Righteous living in unrighteous times. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, we introduce to some and present to others. If you haven't heard him before, you're hearing him. Uh, you're hearing him now. And those of you who do know him, you know his ministry. This is Dr. Jerome A. Jones, and so I'm, I'm just going to kind of turn you loose. If I have a question, I may interject, but I really want to hear from you as we talk, as we share on this matter: righteous living in unrighteous times. So, take it away, sir. Uh, thank you, and to the doing and listening, I would first want to say that the teaching that we will share tonight will be elementary to some, theoretical to others, but most importantly, it must be practical all. Righteousness is a subject that is often pushed uh, to the side with expression of scripture 
Jesus who knew sin became sin for us that we could become the righteousness of God in him. So your subject and our subject tonight uh, is righteous living in unrighteous times. And so uh, let's go first to the scripture in the book of Proverbs and let's go to chapter number 14 and let's look at the 34th verse. And I'm going to read it out of the Amplified Bible only to extract uh, these truths concerning righteousness. Righteousness or moral and spiritual integrity and virtuous character exalts a nation but is a disgrace to any people. And so when we talk about righteous living, we have to understand that righteousness is a result of faith in God, but righteousness brings you to justification. You be tried, but righteousness is going to demand character, integrity. And it's going to demand, as the scripture says, morality. The world in which we live is a world of morality because we have cast off morality based upon the hypothesis of what truth is. Tennyson says that Truth is this to me and that to thee. So truth must be truth and truth must be absolute. So truth is not subjective. Truth must be absolute. So the absolute truth but in, in our study tonight, do that. You and the audience, what is often called, and when people talk about the North Star, they often use it as a reference for direction. You and I are men of integrity, so we become the North Star to our children. 
or the North Star to those who we minister. Consider in definition, the star is an orienting, orienting point of a fixed position. Now, the North Star is your fixed point in a spinning world that helps us to stay on track. And I believe that the leaders of the 21st century have not fulfilled their responsibility in providing us with a fixed standard of truth. Because Bible says there is safety in the multitude of counsel. But if the multitude has not received the counsel of God, then they're just giving us advice. So, holiness is this to him and holiness is that to them. And so, holiness comes to what we consider to be tradition. So there is no definite standard of holiness. The Bible says, holy is the character of the act of meaning that you can cheaply. When holiness appears to be unattainable, we walk away from We surrender to our own righteousness and his desire to God, who is not to accept less than what he requires. And I want you to kind of hold on with me just for a moment because I'm the one kind of introducing this lesson as Elder um, Kelly kind of steps us to levels in this lesson. I'm just trying to lay a foundation. When you deal with the North Star, your star is derived from your deeply held belief value and see it is your internal compass 
It is your core value. So righteous living in an unrighteous time meant to validate, assess your belief, your value, your principles, and your internal compass. And what we have not done, we have not evaluated, we have not assessed, and we have not made the hard decisions that require righteous living in unrighteous times. Now let me go further. So consider Elder Kelly and us that are listening want to be righteous. What does it mean to be righteous? Because if I'm going to live righteously in unrighteous times, I have to understand what righteousness is. So, let's go to, first of all, the book I said before. When you get to Isaiah 64, we're going to look at verse number six, and I'm going to read out the King James Version. But I will begin specifically on the verse. But we are all as an unconfined. And all our righteousness are as filthy rags. And all do, excuse me, and we all do fade as a leaf. And our iniquities, like the wind, have taken us away. And there is none that calleth upon thy name that stirreth up himself to take hold of thee. For thou hast hid faith from us and hast consumed us because of our iniquity. The first thing I want us to know is that there is first called self-righteousness. Self-righteousness is that filthy rag. The lesson, righteous living. So there has to be a between what righteousness is. So if in unrighteous times have no impact upon the unrighteous lives that are being lived before us. You see, when we deal with holiness, there must be a distinction. And if there is no distinction, if there is no difference, 
then there will be no impact of change. So number two, let's go to the book of Matthew chapter number five. When we get to Matthew chapter number five, let's begin at number one. Verse number 20 says, For I say unto you that except your righteousness exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, he shall in no enter the kingdom of heaven. And so now, we understand that in Jesus' time, there is a righteousness of the scribes and a righteousness of the Pharisees. And when we look at the contrast, in the Greek here, it deals with an outward and a formal righteousness. So, when we look at the religious hierarchy of the world and of Christendom, the righteousness of our time does not exceed the righteousness of the scribes or the Pharisees. So what we pretend to have access to, we are being denied that access because righteousness does not exist fervor or religious faith. So, it is the righteousness of the Pharisees and of the scribes. Now, let's go to the book of Romans, chapter number 10. I hope I'm laying this platform. You're fine. You're fine. Properly. When we arrive, I bet Romans 10, brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. I bear them record that they have a zeal of God but not according to knowledge. For they be ignorant of God's righteousness. So now we understand that there is a righteousness that comes from God. And I believe that that's what we're talking about in the lesson, righteous living, unrighteous life. So the time has doped us into believing that no one can live right. Our time has convinced us that the righteousness of God does not exist. And so, for they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own, own righteousness, submit 
unto the son. So So now, class, and those of you that are listening, in order to live a life of righteousness, it demands submission. You cannot exercise authority until you have learned how to be under authority and and your righteousness must submit it to righteousness of God because God is the only one that can make you right. I hope that you're with So let us deal with righteousness. The question that I want to pose in this lesson If righteousness was important, why Satan disguised as an angel of life? It be not strange that his servants also disguise themselves as the servant of righteousness. That's the question. Mm-hmm. That is the question. Let's go to Second Corinthians 11. And that's where I will be at for the remainder of Father, that you have what I'm about to share, and I pray that you are. In the book of 2 Corinthians chapter number 11, I want you to go to verse number 9. And when I was present with you and born it, I was chargeable to no man for that which was lacking to me. The brethren which came from Macedonia supply, and all things I have kept myself from being burdensome unto you, so I, so will I keep myself. As the truth of Christ is in me, no man shall stop me of boasting and reads the chase. Wherefore, because of you not, God knoweth what I do, that I will do that I'm cut off occasion from them which desire occasion, that wherein glory they may be found even as we. For such are false apostles. They are false apostles. And in an unrighteous time, with must be righteous living, there are false apostles. Watch this. Deceitful workers. Here it is. Transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. Now remember, Elder Elder Kelly, when we deal with righteousness, righteous living in unrighteous times, 
why would Satan, the scriptures are getting ready to share with us, why would he transform or disguise himself as a servant which is righteousness is not mandated in an unrighteous time? It is the focus. Stay with me. Therefore, I'm going to go back to verse 14. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also be ministers of what? Righteousness, whose end shall be according to their work. That's the question that I had to ask myself, Elder Kelly and audience. Why would it be so important to disguise themselves as ministers of righteousness if righteousness is not point to God's will? in this hour. Let me take you a little further. Holiness is because the Bible says Jesus who knew no sin became sin for us that we could become the righteousness of God in him. So sin is the opponent of righteousness. Now stay with me. However, when you deal with the word righteous, righteous leads you to justification. Justification is a justification is opposed to condemnation. So when you are justified, justification opposes or defends you from condemnation. It is a judicial act of God. Go to Romans chapter five. When you get to uh, decide how by we have peace with God with Lord Jesus Christ. So justification is a result of the activate your faith. By whom also we have access by faith into his grace wherein we stand. So our access into this grace, for by grace are you saved through faith that not of yourself, it is the gift of God. So our gift is the result of Jesus who became sin that we could become the righteousness of God in him. And when we become the righteousness of God in him, 
It is the judicial act of God. God makes a judicial act. He makes a judicial decree. What is that decree? Watch this. Justification declares that all the claims of the law are in respect of the justice. The Bible says justification gives you a clear a freedom from the execution of the law. When you deal with the righteousness of God that gives you the justification of his grace, now the just must live how? By faith. So how do we engage in righteousness living in an unrighteous time, we walk by faith. To walk by faith is to walk in the judicial decree of God. And the judicial decree of God is that all of the claims of the law of us are now satisfied. And because they are satisfied, now you are justified. So watch this. The challenge of time is that Lord, Lord, is not going to enter into heaven. Because Jesus said that there's going to be some that are going to come to him and say, Lord. Didn't we prophesy in your name? Lord, didn't we heal in your name? Lord, didn't we do this in your name? And Jesus will say, depart from me, ye workers of iniquity, I never knew you. So individuals are actually the third of righteousness of Satan. You see, Satan's act of righteousness cannot justify the claims of the law. He wants you to live in a righteousness that is not of God because the law will lay claim upon those who are not justified. And those who are not justified who are servants of righteousness, but the righteousness of faith will be guilty law. And those are and are led by the blind. They both will fall in the ditch. Now stay with me. So the just must live by what? Hey, because righteousness is the result of justification. I hope you heard. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You see, that's Romans 1, 7, 17. I guess if I was on the broadcast, I'll say, uh, is this helping you? 
but because I'm on straight truth, uh, I know it's helping somebody. <laughs> Romans one seventeen. I want to start at 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Here we go. For the friend is the righteousness of God revealed. So there is the revelation of God's justification found in the righteousness that is of God when we walk by faith. He says, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. So how do we righteously live in an unrighteous time? Walk by faith. Walk by faith. Please go in your Bible to Galatians 3. And it, it looked like you got a comment, Elder Kelly, so. Let me see here. I don't see the comment. Where is the, where is the comment coming from? I'm not seeing it here. When I find it, when I find it, Galatians it 3 11. Go ahead. All right. We're in 3, Galatians 3, and we're in verse 9. Uh, I better start at 7. Know therefore they are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. And the scriptures foreseeing that God would do what? Justify the evil faith. Preach before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, In thee shall all nations be blessed. So then they which be of faith are blessed with faith. Abraham, for as many as are of the world are under the curse. So in this unrighteous time, when you are to work by the law, you are living under a curse. And the blessing of the Lord make him rich, and he added no sorrow with it. But there is sorrow with the curse, because in the book of Genesis, the earth now is cursed, and man has got to work by the sweat of his brow. So there are many who are not living in the righteousness of the righteousness of God, because they have not experienced the judicial act of God giving them access to the justification of God, satisfying the claims of the law, and have released you from its judgment. So when we live by faith, we do not fear the judgment of God because our justification is based upon his righteousness. Am I making sense here? Yes, yes, yes. Now, let, let, let me, let me, there is a comment. So here. then he said, 
for as many as are of the works of the law. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, and I was going to say, there is a comment that came in, and I wanted to see how I'm you... I'm sorry, go ahead. Now, say, uh, the comment that came in says, um, and God only hears the prayers of the righteous. How do you respond to that comment, that he only hears the right the, the prayers of the righteous? There's a little delay here, but we'll be working with it. We're working with it. Person is that. That's fine. Do I need to repeat the comment? So they said that God only hears the prayers of the righteous. Yes. And go ahead. I'm listening. No, that's 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 the comment. That's, um, the, that's the comment. Okay, they're saying that God only hears the prayers of the righteous. Um, let let let's do this. Their scripture that they're referenced, 15 and verse 29. The Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayer of the righteous. Now, what we have to understand is that God is the one that determines your righteousness. God can choose to hear the prayers of the unrighteous. Because when we pray, God determines our access of receptivity. Consider We spell the prayer righteous. When you deal with righteous, you have to deal with what is considered to be for understanding of being righteous. Now, when the scriptures talk about in this text, now I can call a number of would you? question that was asked. The Hebrew word here is ascetic or ascetic. That's the word for righteous. When you deal with the righteous, you deal with the just. It speaks of one who is righteous in government, one who is just and right in one's cause, then it deals with just and righteous one in conduct and character. And it deals with righteous, justified, and vindicated by God. One who is right, who is correct, 
and lost. Now, what's so interesting about this text is that the Lord is far from the wicked. Here's the prayer of the wicked, and I like to suggest you with this righteous word or righteous one means. This is one who is right one called. So those hears the one who is right in his call. Because you can only be right in your call because God that can make you righteous. That the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. But we use that same scripture for this. That level of understanding that this text is one right in their call. With me? And I think, um, are you with me, uh, Elder Kelly? Yes, sir. I just didn't want you to. No, no, no. Um, I know it's a little delay. Yeah, it's, it, it, we're fine. There is a delay. Uh, we're, back to we're the, working go, with go ahead. No, no, we're we're okay. We're working with it. Um, we have about um uh, we have about twelve minutes left, sir. You can go go right ahead and um uh with with, with your lesson. <laughs> All right, I just wanted to make sure we were addressing that, that question. Yes. But we're in the book of Galatians, chapter number three, and I'm in verse ten. For as many as are of the works of the law, are under the curse. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that continueth not in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. So they are cursed if they don't continue. That no man is justified by the law in sight of God. So even in the of carrying out the learning out of the law not just them is carried out of the law. It is evident for the just shall live by faith. And the law is not of faith, but the man that doeth them shall live in them. So with that I Righteousness is the result of justification. Now, let's go to Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38, and we can walk this out. We're in Hebrews 10, 
And we're going to go down to verse number 38. In verse 38, he says, Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them who draw back unto petition, but unto them that believe in the saving of the soul. So ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, right as the just or the just the walking in the righteousness that comes from God. You see, we have lost our North Star. Pastor, we are no longer living by faith. When we are able to live by faith, we will continue to have access unto this grace. Many people are not living through the justification that gives us access to this grace, but the grace that they're accessing permission to live unrighteous lives, to live without accountability. And so the times, the Bible says that the times in which we live are evil. But grace that we are accessing is the grace to have permission to continue in sin thinking that grace may abound. We've lost our North Star. And I close with this, Pastor. We've lost our way because we've lost our internal compass. That's a big one. Okay. More ministries today. And most words today never touches the God consciousness that is resident in the belief. We only reach him emotionally. We only reach him psychologically. But never breaks 
the most like this in the heart. and most of us don't want God to touch our innards think about it shows like yours a moment of power they don't draw a whole lot of numbers and somebody can tell us, well, it's your marketing strategy. You don't have anything to do with marketing strategy. <laughs> right. It has everything to do with the taste buds. Last scripture, second Corinthians. Yeah. But I'll be that. And no marvel, I'm sorry, for such are false apostles, deceitful works, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. And no marvel for Satan himself transformed into an angel of light. Therefore, no ring it is ministered. Also be transformed and shall be according to their works. You connect that with Matthew. Everyone that says, Lord, Lord, is not going to enter into the kingdom of God. Some go say, Lord, we've done all kinds of miracles. We preach in your name. We heal the sick. And the Bible says, He read, I never knew ye workers of iniquity. Remember how they operated, elder, by faith, but not by the to be stored up to righteousness. God bless you. All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Jones. I know that we were uh, dealing with a delay here, and so uh, to those who watch, were watching live, we apologize for that. You know, we don't we don't control the connections. We do the best we can to have the best connection that we can, and we know the enemy is only trying to uh, interfere um interfere with the uh, uh with with the word but at the same time too he cannot stop one thing that i learned is that satan cannot stop you from being blessed but he will try and hinder you from walking in the blessing um so we still continue with the grace of god we still continue to this day and i think uh thank you dr jones again for uh this lesson 
and we're going to continue this subject uh not next week but we're going to get back into this this is this is going to end up being a series and we're going to dive in and out of this subject uh as we continue to go in the weeks ahead and so again uh dr jerome jones kicked off this subject with righteous living and unrighteous times so um there's some of you who are who are watching or you watch the replay um you know i've, I've already uh called you so i'll, I'll be uh i'll be uh um i'll be tagging you okay it's your turn now you up uh and and that'll be real soon but for those of you who are uh watching the uh, podcast live uh it's it's our time we got to go um and i want to thank you so much for tuning in and so again this is the straight truth radio podcast the place where the lip of truth is doing forever endures forever and again, for those of you uh, sending your correspondence, you can send them to straighttruthradio at yahoo.com. That's straighttruthradio at yahoo.com. Those of you who are watching us live again on our social media platforms, on Facebook, that's Clifford Kelly and Straight Truth Radio. Also, at, on Twitter, at straighttruthr1. That's eight, at straighttruthr1 on YouTube. Straight Truth Radio Podcast. The Straight Truth Radio Podcast. And uh, the, for the time we have left, Periscope. Straight Truth Radio. Straight Truth Radio. Those of you, again, who are listening to the podcast uh, as we upload the episodes, we're on Apple, Anchor, Google, Breaker, Overcast, Podbean, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Remember, we are not sinless, but uh, uh, hold on. Hold on to him that is able to keep you from falling and from failing. Remember, we are not sinless. We sin less because of him who became sin for us. So until we meet again, this same channel next week, uh, stay strong, stay true. God bless you. And we'll see you next week.